as I saw it. We are on page um, 674. Okay. What we've learned so far is that there are two kinds of souls. There are souls that are called man-like souls and souls which are called animal-like souls. No. Man-like souls means that they have a, just like a human being, the advantage of a human being over an animal is that he has das, which means he's able to really feel the reality of, of what's going on. So in a similar way, the real reality of everything is Hashem. So a man like soul means he's able to feel the he's able to feel and someone feels Hashem's reality in a very vivid way, like as if it's something that he sees with his eyes. That's the power of those kinds of souls. Um, this is in the Maimon. This is a Maimon of the Friedrich Rebbe, and it's called Batach Basham Asetayit and Tavshemis. So the animal-like souls are souls that are, um, what are just like an animal, they don't, they don't feel the truth of Hashem in that vivid way. And uh, although Hashem commands us all in the Torah to know the God of your father, and to serve him with complete heart, but the neshamas of uh, of uh, the lower neshamas from the lower worlds of Bria Siasia, they are incapable of achieving the same kind of das as the higher souls of the world of Atzilus. And so they're not meant to achieve what the souls of Atzilus are meant to achieve. Everyone has their mission. The kind of relationship that souls of Atzilus have with Hashem is vivid, like like seeing Hashem. The kind of relationship that souls which are beneath Atsilus have, they also have some level of das, some level of connection. And the kind of relationship that the, the Rebbe is use, using, the term the Rebbe is using to describe the relationship is hearing, understanding. It's not as vivid as something that you see. Um, and now with that intro, let's go on page 74. I'm going to see the difference between the first Torah portion that we say every morning in the Shema, and the second Torah portion we say every morning in the Shema. The Zeh, on the page 74, the second paragraph in the, uh, in the English. This is the difference between the first section of Shema we recite in the morning and the second. The Gemara says that only those who fulfill the first section of Shema can be categorized as those who fulfill the will of Hashem. Gemara is discussing over there the difference between uh, Rabbi Yishmoel and, um, and, and the other sages and how um, there was an argument about Shimon about whether or not you should work. One opinion of the Gemara is how should you work? If you work, what's going to happen to your Torah study? Another opinion of the Gemara is, on the contrary, the Torah says, to gather your grain and wine and oil. It seems like you have to go out to work. So which one is it? So, uh, so, so the one opinion is that don't go to work. Another opinion is you have to go to work. Uh, those are the two opinions. And the Gemara says, and many people tried to do what Rabbi Shimon said, it didn't work. 
try not they try not working, it didn't work. Uh, and many people did like did I like a bishmoil and they went to work and it didn't work. So in other words, there are some souls which are able to achieve this, this uh, just serving Hashem and learning and davening and out without uh, going to work. And and as says in the past, that them are their strangers strangers will come and they'll pass through your sheep you don't have to work you just learn Torah, you dive in, and strangers will suddenly suddenly appear and take care of your sheep so the kind of service of hashem that achieves this response of hashem is categorized in the first section of shema the first section of shema is called the ones who do the will of hashem the first section of shema doesn't have uh, that, that section about gathering your wine and oil, and it has something else that doesn't say in the second section, second section of Shema. What does it say in the first section of Shema? It doesn't say in the second section. The first section of Shema, it says the words, Shalav Hashem, all your heart, all your soul, and then it says, with all your might. What's the addition of an with all your might beyond all your heart and soul? So the Mishnah Brachas actually asks this question. The Mishnah Brachas says, that the word all your might means all your money. So the Mishnah asks, why does it need to tell me all my money if it already says it all my life? If giving away my life, so I'm right to give away my money too. But it's not so simple. Your money or your life, people think, you know, people think. People doesn't decide if it's not a quick answer. And the Mishnah actually says there are some people that their money is more precious to them than their life, and some people their life is more precious to them than their money. That's the way it is. So it says in the Torah, one explanation is all your, with all that God has given you, with all your resources. Mechassidus says it doesn't just mean with all your resources. There's another connotation of the words with all and it's something that uh, is actually very connected to the literal translation of the words of Ma'oid means very much. means with all of your very much. What is very much? What is your very much? Your very much means your excessiveness, your obsession. You're going to be, you, everyone has how far they go. And they have a part which is just too far. I'm not doing that. That's, I can't do that. It's way beyond me. I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's just too much. But there are things that they, that, that, that trigger their attention and they, they, they cause them to, to, uh, to go beyond. For example, yesterday we concluded the Torah the book of Vayikra, and then what do we say? Chazak, be strong. What do you mean be strong? You are as strong as you are. What's the Torah saying? Be strong. You can't be stronger than you are. What does be strong mean? Be strong. <laughs> You're as strong as you are. There's lots of exercise. He tries to get stronger and stronger every day. Okay, fine. But uh, the Torah is saying is just be strong. What does it mean? Well, maybe it means something similar to exercise. Be strong means... <laughs> What causes a person to go beyond limitation and to go to to go with the extra mile? What prevents a person from making that extra step? The Hebrew word for limitation is Mitzrayim. Who is the king of Mitzrayim? Pare. Pare has the same letters in his name as the word Oiref. Oiref means the back of your neck. When you approach something and you focus on what's really going on, the inside of what's going on, the deeper meaning of what's going on, then you are able to give it your all and go beyond all limitations. But if you focus just on the external and the periphery and the superficial, you don't look inside what, what, what it's really about. So even if you'll do it, you put one foot in front of the other, 
you're not going to go beyond. What helps us go beyond is looking and focusing on that's really at stake, what's really going on. If you ask any human being, are you pro-integrity? Yeah, integrity, integrity is a good thing. But if you ask another question, are there ever any voices in your head or some other people that can prevent you from giving your all and going and going beyond your limit and, and, and going giving giving it your all? Of course there are. So what's be strong mean? Be strong means to focus on the, what's really going on. What's really going on? The Torah. Of course, believe in the Torah. The Torah is neighbor's The Torah is good. But there's focusing on the Torah. What's really that this is the Torah? Like in, in the beginning of um, the second Torah portion uh, we just read, it says you should guard the Torah and do the Torah. And the Rebbe says, what does it mean to guard the Torah? Guard the Torah means when something is guarded, it means it's precious. Guard the Torah means you should consider how precious the Torah is. And there's nothing more precious to you. If I were to ask you, uh, what's the most precious thing to you? You'd say the Torah. But then there is times actually like, like that, that's in the forefront of your consciousness and you feel it, and you're living it and you're animated by it. That's, that's, that's a shot. Be strong. Be strong means to think about what's really going on. To think to focus deeply on what's, what's really at stake. And then, and then you go beyond. And you go beyond. So that's why, like, for example, on, on a birthday, someone, of you, someone you love, so you, you give them a, a very big present. And regularly, you won't give them such a big present. And it's not because you've it's not because you've allocated a certain amount of money in your budget for the birthday present. This is how much money you can give for the birthday present. That's not why you give the bigger birthday present. Why you give the bigger birthday present? You give the bigger birthday present than you would give on a, on a regular day. It's because you've focused on this person. This is their day that you're focusing on this person. And you're thinking how precious this person is to you. And of course, I'm going to go beyond. Of course, I'm going to go beyond for this person. I, I, there's, there's, there's something you love, something that's precious to you. So therefore, you go beyond because, because not because something has changed. Nothing has changed. You just focus on what's really going on. You focus deeper. And therefore, you give more. So in a similar way, this first section of Shema, it says, means to love Hashem in a way that's excessive, that makes you go beyond what you ordinarily consider as far as you go when you can't go anymore. Oh. Speaking of going beyond, so you can charge something, right? It has as much juice as it has, and then it, then juice runs out, and nothing left. Nothing left. I did it. No, it's still going. Arvind Gadai, lift your hands as high as you can. As high as you can. Lift your hands up. Now lift them, lift them a little higher. Ah, what happened? I thought you lifted them as high as you could. How do you go higher? You know how you did that? Because there's some stuff that we say this is as far as I can go, and there's this, this, there's more. That's the first section of Shmaiz, which means to go beyond yourself. Now, everyone has different different things which are for them beyond. For you coming to Shul, uh, some days, which is hard for you, right? I know some days are hard for you. Okay, I won't talk about you. Some days it's hard for me to come to Shul, and I still come. Okay, that's not such a big deal. Uh, but but there are some things that I do that which as far as I think, can't go anymore, and then and then there's no this matters to me and I and and everyone has their their thing that that like the Gemara says there are people who learn the Torah and review their lesson a hundred times in those days that was customary and then there were people who went a hundred and one times what's a hundred first time why is it so special because that was beyond what everyone was used to so everyone has what they're used to and what's what's beyond what they're used to. what's what's hard. The Rebbe Rashab, when he was departing the city of Lubavitch with Friedrich Rebbe uh, for the last time when they were moving from Lubavitch, Friedrich Rebbe said that Lubavitch had 10 exiles. 
sent 10 exiles from the city of Lubavitch until where Lubavitch is today. And uh, when they were leaving the city of Lubavitch, the Rebbe Rashat Lubavitch has been in, in the city since time of the Mitla Rebbe for 102 years. He said the number of 102 is significant. Why is that significant? Because the Gemara says that 101 is going beyond. And now the 101 has become the norm. So now I, I, I didn't, uh, I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to, maybe because Lubavitch emphasizes the idea of going beyond. Therefore, now 102 is a new thing. 102 is a new thing. Right, something like that. Either way, everyone, everyone has what's considered beyond for them. There's a Pasuk. My beloved has run away to the mountains of fragrance, to Arib Summit. And it's a Pasuk in Song of Songs. The Ramemi Pano says this Pasuk is referring to uh, a very lofty level of Galilee. And it's also referring to very tall mountains. So, Lechera, what do tall mountains have to do with lofty levels of Galilee? Lofty levels of Galilee are. <laughs> Infinite lights of Hashem, which have no limitation whatsoever. Very hot, very hot, very hot, very hot. We, we, full service, we'll, we'll serve you. We will serve you. We will serve you. We will serve you. So uh, there, there are, what does infinity have to do with a big mountain? A big mountain, has, a, a Mount Everest-sized mountain, is still very much limited. Why do, why do these tall mountains rep- represent the infinity of Hashem? So Remembi Pano says, because they're very big in this world, Therefore, they, for us, it represents something which is infinite. Take, scientifically, it's, it's finite, but it represents the infinite because it's big. So in a similar way, when your person goes beyond their limits, even though it's not really beyond limits, it's, it's very simple. It's a, it's a simple thing. That any, for someone else, it's considered well within their limits. For someone to come uh, to, to, to show a certain time, it's easy for them. Other person's like going beyond themselves. So everyone's different in what's considered beyond. But nevertheless, when he goes beyond his limitations, whatever his limitations are, that causes the Abishter says in the Pasuk, Hashem Tzilcha, God is your shadow. Hashem said that whatever you're doing, the Abishter responds. This is actually one of the four teachings that Vedichever heard from Hashem And these are, this is this teaching from Vedichever was like life itself, these four teachings. He always repeated. And spoke, spoke about how important Simcha is, and we're Simcha, causes Hashem to be Simcha with us. And we think about a God's kindness, it causes God's kindness to come upon us. But regarding the subject we're learning now, a yid goes beyond his limitations. But it's not really beyond limitations. For what Hashem considered in for comparison to infinity, this beyond limitations, that's not beyond limitations. It's a joke. But nevertheless, a yid goes beyond his limitations, it causes a response in Shemayim that there's something infinite that is triggered by that. Just like the big mountains represent the infinite. He has scaled a mountain for himself in his life. That causes a huge response from Shemayim. Rendel Futafas used to say the word Bechomidach means with, with Medaganza Zeir. Simply, so it's like we're saying, you, you love chocolate. Chocolate, you're right. But then there's people who love chocolate very much. There's a big difference. You love chocolate very much. Some people, they wake up, they wake up the first thing in the morning is they have a piece of chocolate. That's the very first thing they do because they love chocolate very much. It's, 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 it's a different kind of thing. Some people before, some people after. Depends how much you love the chocolate. So, so or you obsess the chocolate, addicted the chocolate, whatever. Anyways, so bechol meidacha means that it's excessive. It's excessive. It's not normal. That's bechol meidacha, and that's called the doing the will of Hashem. The parsha near the Christian bottom of seventy-four. Nikra he begins in the second section of Shmuel. It says, "Love Hashem with all your heart and all your soul." 
you think all your soul means you're right to give your life also. So go with all your your all your soul. And it says all your soul doesn't just mean to give your life, it also means to your to use your thoughts, use your feelings to be part of your soul. But still, your soul with being invested with all your soul is not a great thing, but it's not called doing the will of Hashem. It's not called fulfilling a God's will. Until it's until it's a little crazy, you haven't entered the zone of of the, the level God wants you to be at. The, the God wants the level called more, excessive. Behind him, it's the next page. The first section of Shema says to all your might, and the second section does not say with all your might. The word ma'oid is the same letters as the word Adam, and that is referring to those souls which are called the seed of man. In other words, in order to really achieve a cholmiyadacha in a Hasidic laboratory, if you were to try to get a scientific definition of of a cholmiyadacha, so we talk about the shamus of of Akishim Bayachoy, the shamus of Atzilus, who they serve Hashem beyond all limitations. Sitake, the, the, the only those souls are really in, in, in on that level. Milk might be upstairs. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So, this is a, this is a, a permanent, uh, just remind me of something which perhaps brings in brings in the point that we're discussing over here. Um, we're talking about the and uh, the Rebbe says is only relevant to the Shamas of Atsilus. only Adam. The word Adam, the same letters as Ma'id, only the Shamas which are level of Ma'id. They are only they are able to achieve this 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 thing. So Perman said that was, I think it was your it was your father, right? Your father was Nichidis, and Rebbe asked him to do something which was totally beyond nature, right? And he's looking at the Rebbe, like, what is the Rebbe asking him to do? It's just it just can't be done. And the Rebbe points to himself and says, Lia Kesef, Lia Zov, Omar Hashem so, And with a smile, Rebbe says it. Every point is to me belongs silver, to me belongs gold. Every point to himself, then he smiles and says, says God. So 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 for Nashamas, which see the truth of the Abish there, there's no there aren't limitations. There's no limitations. It's all it's all it's all uh, it's all possible. So they're the ones who, those who see Hashem, they're the ones who really achieve the word Bahomidah in a literal way, literally beyond limitations. But all other souls which are not in that level, they are not exempt from Bahomidah. We all say it in Shema. But there's something unique about those in terms of could see Hashem. They're able to achieve a different kind of a different kind of connection that that uh, other neshamas cannot. And that's why the second section of Shema has the words and it is considered the level of Shema Yechoi. It doesn't mention this first section of Shema about doing work because if you're at the level of Shema Yechoi, you're serving Hashem at such a level, there is no need to do any work. Hashem doesn't work for you. Okay, that's uh, what we'll do. Uh, I just wanted to conclude today. Any questions or comments or criticism? Tomatoes or cucumbers? Okay. I don't have any tomatoes or cucumbers, but I will throw them out there. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Those milk. Okay, we'll bring back milk.